as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. I know I'd go from rags to riches. To me, being a podcaster was better than being a host on FM radio. Even before I first listened to Smodcast or Doug Loves Movies, I knew I wanted to be a part of them. It was there that I knew I belonged. To me, it meant being a somebody online that was full of nobodies. They weren't like anyone else. They talked about whatever they wanted. They released double long episodes. Nobody ever gave them a bad review. There was Freddie Morales from 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, and Carlos and Cesar Madrano from the Brothers Bear Podcast, and myself, who hosted both shows. And then there was also B-Watch Rewatch, bringing you the best of the worst that entertainment has to offer. Hi, it's Colin. And Cadence. No on 15 Podcast, who gave you a dose of nostalgia by talking about the films from the 80s, 90s, and today. It's your boy Seven Seas. And this is Great Scott. Movies on Weed, a show that brings you a stoner's opinion on film. Hey, want me to roll some joints? I gotta go to the store and get some papers. Get some papers. You also had the interview show that brought on guests from all walks of life called The Mega Man Podcast. Hey, Steve Martinez here, host of The Mega Man's Podcast. How you doing? His show was always about keeping it 100. Plus, Doom Generation, the podcast that gives you a Cliff Notes retelling of the movies that doomed them. Hi. <laughs> Introduce yourself. I'm Nicole. And I'm Tessa. A not-safe-for-work comedy nostalgia podcast. And then you had The Married Couple, whose show Designated Quizzers was a quiz show with a surprise twist that always ends with a punishment shot the loser drinks. Hey, this is a real nice joint, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for taking me here. Oh, fuck. And then there's the comic book podcast called Ten Cent Takes, the show that looks at comics, pop culture, and how the two connect. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. And the guys at All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad who love the Disneyland Resort. All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. And Chicano Shuffle who had their own theme song. Chicano Shuffle. For us, to live any other way was nuts. To us, those YouTube people who had shows worried about getting flagged or demonetized. They were suckers. They had no balls. If we wanted to talk about something, we just said it. If anyone complained twice, we ignored them so badly they never complained again. It was all routine. You didn't even think about it. You know, we always called each other podcasters. Like you said to somebody, you're gonna like this host. They're alright. They're a podcaster. They're one of us. You understand? We were entertainers. Podcasters. Now let's hop in our DeLorean. That was a wedding gift and it's under my mother's name. Set the time circuits to 1990. Because today, we're traveling back in time to play tribute to Ray Liotta as we revisit Goodfellas. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Santos Medrano. So this episode is going to be a flashback episode. We've originally done this episode before, Goodfellas, uh, for episode 156. But the thing is, we wanted to re-upload it as a tribute to Ray Liotta. He had passed away. And for us, like, honestly, for me, like, you know, Ray Liotta has been in a lot, you know. But honestly, like, this is the film, truly. I mean, he's the fucking lead. He's He's the star of this movie. Uh, all the all the dialogue that you're hearing from like you know in casino you get all this monologue from all the fucking characters every now and again but with this one 
it's all him, you know, and, and, and he's the fucking star of this movie. And this is honestly my favorite Ray Liotta role. I mean, next to fucking Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I mean, it is just voiceover work, but it was fucking amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to give you, provide you guys with the flashback episode. And Freddie was set to record, but I mean, fucking, he got, you know, we learned the news that on the same fucking day, Andrew Fletcher died. He was one of the members from Depeche Mode. And if you guys know the show and you know Freddie, I mean, Freddie is all about Depeche Mode. I mean, he fronts a Depeche Mode tribute band. And Freddie just, he's like, I messaged him. We were talking. And then he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm i just not in the mood of recording right now. You know, so for him, it was, it was a huge loss for Freddie. You know, it's like, that's how I got when Chris Farley passed. Like, that was like one of the celebrities that really hit me because I love fucking Chris Farley growing up when I was a teenager and shit. So, like, I understood. I was like, all right, man. But we are going to actually do... Uh, we are going to record next week, but I didn't want to go empty handed for this week. So I wanted to bring you guys. This is like a, a, the flashback tribute episode of Goodfellas. And then also, if you heard, I gave you guys a new updated intro. So if you listen to episode 156, it's a completely different show in the sense of like the intro is old, old other podcasts of that time of last year of 2021. This year, I gave you the 2022 version of our intro. But yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and we'll be back next week with with a brand new episode in which I believe if you're a fucking if you're a Depeche Mode fan, you're 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 in for a treat because uh, Freddie wants to do a whole tribute episode to Andrew Fletcher and Depeche Mode. So that's our next episode that we're going to give you. So there's a cool little tweeze tweeze. What the fuck? <laughs> tease. Also, stay tuned for after uh, song of the week because I'm going to give you guys a special treat. Actually, it, it's from designated quizzers. Uh <laughs> uh you 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 guys will you'll you'll hear it so after song of the week stick around before the whole you know this uh you know brought to you by brothers bear podcast productions whatever before you get to that part you're gonna hear a cool little treat from designated quizzers so hopefully you guys enjoy the episode was goodfellas goodfellas was one of those films that i mean i've seen so many times but i still like you know what i'm gonna sit and I'm going to rewatch it because I don't want to I don't want to do an episode based on memory. Like, oh, I remember. No, I, I like to go in. It's like homework. When we do this show, we prepare for you guys. We, we watch the movie. We take notes or whatever. And then we come in and we talk about it. You know, we revisit. So our I, we're not going, you know, we're going back in time because we want to revisit. We're not reviewing movies. We're not doing any of that. We review, no. we revisit. So we'll do Born in East L.A. I'm seeing some Prime, so I'm actually, after this episode's done, I'm literally, I'm going to order two copies. I'm going to order one for myself. I'm going to send one to Freddy, and we'll do Barney Nista Le, but for now, Orale, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so Goodfellas. Goodfellas is the 1990 Martin Scorsese movie that is just... I mean, goddamn, bro. Like, this movie is, like, how yes, can I it's say? Mafia. It is, yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, it's probably one of the best mafia films out there. I know people will probably say, oh, The Godfather. But you'll have an older crowd talk about The Godfather. But I think pop culturally, pop culturally and with, like, most ages i think everybody will regard goodfellas as being the top of out of all like the films like when it comes to like mobsters well i think not only that the film is based on true story yes it is bro it's the story of henry hill 
who was part of in the mafia during that time. And it's pretty interesting because if you read everything that he went through, he tried, this guy tried to get away from the mafia, but you know, hey, they pulled me right back in, you know? Yeah. And, and you <laughs> know, you, what, all you try to, you try to get out, but they pull you back in. Yeah. And they're like, hey, that's not the wrong movie. No, that's another movie. Yeah. You know? No, this isn't. Yeah. But, you, you know, know, say hello no, to my little friend and you're right. like, hey, that's the wrong one too. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, you had the greatest actor. You have Robert De Niro oh, as Jimmy. Yeah. Ray Liotta. God, I love that guy. He was oh, he's, he's amazing in this. And thing. then and they they Joe didn't even Pesci. Want him. Yeah, oh, no, Joe dude. Pesci. Joe Pesci, bro, as, as Timmy. You know, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy DeVito. Yeah. And, then Lo- and then Lorraine. I've got her last name. Uh, uh, Brocco. Brocco. Brocco, sorry. My eyes fucking. Yeah, and then Mr. Paul Sorvino. Yeah, Paul Sorvino, bro. OG. And then Samuel J. Jackson, bro. Yes. Samuel Jackson is in this. Freaking. Dude, it's just. When you watch mafia movies, bro, aside from the main leads, you always got these other guys playing mob, mob guys. Within like films, they're always playing either bit parts or or larger parts. But all these guys, you see them and you always see them and everything. It's like whenever you watch mafia movies, Sopranos, Casino, you always see these guys all around in the film. Um, with um, this movie, see when I've seen this movie many times. Oddly enough, bro, like this movie, they used to show this movie on Lifetime Network a lot. Cause really? I remember, like, yeah, back when on you know lifetime. when I, yeah, when I when I lived at my <laughs> parents' house back when, like, because they had they had cable, you know, so, um, we would I would watch you know cable or whatever, and then I would just I would change the channels, and I noticed Goodfellas. I'm like Goodfellas, why is this on Lifetime channel? And I never understood it. Obviously, as I got older, I realized like, oh, because there is a huge part of this film that focuses on the relationship with you know Karen and Henry. The, the life of that, you know, of, 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 and, you know, and Lifetime is about, you know, female film, like films with females, relationships and this and that. And this movie is really much about this. You know, it, it does have a big feature of a, of a married woman who knows she should get out because there's that scene where he tells her to hide the gun. And she mentions that any of my friends would have ran like they would have said, nope, I'm done. But for some reason, for her, she's like, I couldn't. She was turned on by that when yeah. when he beat up the neighbor guy, you know. So it's like I was even turned on when he did that. <laughs> right? him in the face, I was like, God dang, oh man, look at that. Sass. I know. And then and when Love he it. walks up, the guy, he's like, What what you want? Like, no, no, get, get the fuck out of here. And then he goes, bah, bah. And it then is. the other guys, you know, but it's funny because Henry Hill, he's supposed to be like 21 in that scene, Ray Liotta. And I'm like, he doesn't look 21. The only ones that look like teenagers or like college kids were the two other guys. Like, hey, don't shoot. Those two look like kids. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, like, that's what was They all look older dudes, yeah, but, you know, no, but you know, it's funny. People in their 20s look like that. I mean, I looked at my father and was like, wow, you know, I don't know. Just guys during that time just look older, I guess. I don't know. You know what? That's true. Like, have you you ever seen what what The Rock looked like in high school? Dwayne Johnson? dude. He (laughs) looks... (laughs) <laughs> he, he, I, he posted his senior photo. He's oh, like, man, man, he's like, I look more older now than I, I mean, I look more older then than I do now. He looked yeah. old, like an old man, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, like this, this, what was cool about this movie is that I see here, I'm going to get into some stuff that I, like, I didn't know, like 
So I would watch, like I said, I would watch this movie all the time. And I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. And I knew, you know, tidbits about it. I knew about the guy, Henry Hill, the real life guy, you know, the what happened, so on and so forth. But I'm like, I want to read the production side of this movie. Like, right. how how much of this is actually true? And I found out that this movie was is actually based off of a book written by uh, Nicholas P. Pigledler. I don't know how to pronounce that. Pileggi. He was a crime reporter. Basically, yeah. And he wrote a book called Wise Guy. So yeah. that, that book is Martin Scorsese, like, freaking read this book. He's like, I love it. So they got together and wrote this screenplay. And they took a lot of, like, stuff from the actual book like the whole robbery that they planned the big thing that were you know freaking oh, yeah, James, uh, jimmy jimmy conway like jimmy starts killing everybody like that was real that literally did happen so i was like dude like a lot of this shit like they pulled from the actual book like real life so i was like oh man i'm like this isn't just like oh you know because when people say based on a true story it's like it's like for instance the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They would say based on a true, on a true story, story, you know, based on that real events. <clears throat> the way they do that was like, oh, there's this story. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a movie because I was inspired by that. So technically, it's based on a true story. No, here they fucking really is. This is legit. Like this film, the stuff you see really did happen. So it's a, it's a what you call it. It's uh, for me. It's like I was shocked. I'm reading about it. I'm like, holy crap. And like, like were uh scorsese he did not want to even do a mob movie he was like i don't want to do this but after he saw like the book he was he was like god damn like uh, dude i i i really have to do this and and yeah they fucking they made this movie and i know that uh joe pesci won an oscar for this movie and it is so effing like weird bro because whenever you've seen actors and actresses like when they've won o oscars they go up there and they're like, oh, my God, like, thank you. They're probably crying. You know, they're they're grateful for all this stuff, so on and so forth. Joe Pesci, this is no, you could probably find, I think you could see this on YouTube. He go, he wins his Oscar. He's like, you know, nominations are better, better, better. And Joe Pesci for Goodfellas. And the winner is Joe Pesci. Everyone cheers. Ah, he walks up. No lie. I swear to God, this is the actual thing. He walks up. He gets the Oscar. Thank you. He walks off. That's it. That's it. Doesn't say anything else, but thank you. And he leaves. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, I was like, dude, I'm a look at this fucking mooching going like, get the fuck out of here. But he's a shy guy and he's a weird guy. I watched the video about his life, dude. And like how he's very like, he's not out there. Like, oh, I'm going to party and look at Isn't me it, out there. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who are introverts. Mm -hmm. so you know this is like an escape for them because it's not the persona i mean i don't know i well you know, he's a he's a he's truly a musician you know no like, he is he's totally yeah. totally musician and you know one thing too about speaking about musicians and all that martin was very into also the soundtrack of the movie oh, and i love the fact because it, the look at the soundtrack song. The movie of, of the music takes you to that specific moment. Like I love the scenes in the um, at the club 
when he walks her and they go by, you know, they don't go in the front, they go in the back. I love that scene because, you know, it's for me, I can, sorry, I can just relate to, I've always seen the backside of venues and some of them are not that pleasant. Some of them are nice. Some of them are busy. And it was nice for him to show his girls, like, look how, and everybody knew him, you know, it was like from walking from the kitchen to the back, hey, how are you? You know, badass. And then you get into the main room, it's packed full house. You're like, how are we going to get a table? This guy raises a table, you know, he walks and you're right in front of the state. I mean, that's just an amazing shot of, of cinematography in this film. And not only that, the narration, you know, you have uh, Ray Liotta's voice, you know, kind of carrying you and telling well, for, you. For that scene, um, I, I don't think he has narration because um, that's the one scene that doesn't have narration. But in my in my film class and what I understand for a lot of people's film classes, that scene is studied for for film because one, it's done in a single take. It's a single shot uh, scene. Right. So yeah. they yeah. fall. They're on the outside and they play the song by things like the the Chantels, yes. the 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 look in look in my eyes. Um, I I more remember that song from Adventures in Babysitting, but that people recognize it for this movie. And you know, when you look in bed, you know yeah, that. Right. And as they're walking, she's like, "Oh, why?" He's like, "Oh, we don't have to wait in line. Come on!" And they're walking. They see a first. They see a fat guy eating the sandwich. Yeah. Like, hey, how's it going, buddy? Gives him like a hundred bucks, and he runs into a couple. And he's like, "You too." Every time I'm here, you too. Like, gotta get a room. Blah blah blah. He goes in the kitchen. Everything's like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "Don't worry." He's like, "This is this is the way we gotta go." Then he walks in. They carry the table. You see people like, "Hey, when are we gonna get a table?" He's like, "You'll get your table in a bit. You know, just wait. They'll be will be available." And they carry his table. He sits down, and then they give him the 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 the, the freaking champagne. He's like, "It's from." you know, compliments from, and they look over, they're like, hey, you know, he's like, thank you. And then that's when she questions, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm in in construction or something (laughs) like that, right? And it's just like, all right, like. Uh, And and she's like, well, your hands don't feel like construction. He goes, oh, I do do the paperwork. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's such a well-done scene. Like, it's so cool. And and that's not the the only scene where we get something like that. Where this is the one you're probably referring to with the voiceover. It's when we're introduced to all the, the the wise guys, the good fellas in the club. So when you walk in, you like you got you got right here. Oh you know, yeah, you got Tony two times, and yeah, you know, hey, well, give the papers, the papers. Yeah, you know Jimmy Buckethead, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. all that. Lord, you know John Big Balls and all. I don't know. You got all these guys, and they're walking through, and you hear the voice. He's like, yeah, you got this guy. That he's like, and then you'll you'll hear a little bit of 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 their acting. So like they'll be like, he's like, hey. I, you know, I did that thing for you, you know, or whatever. It's like, yeah. and then they get that one guy who couldn't talk, and hey, I got, I got. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know, and they, who... it's cool. They follow it around, like they, you know, yeah. they they walk you know the, in. You know, the funny thing about this movie, I love watching this movie. I can watch it over and over. My girlfriend was like, "You gonna watch that movie again?" I was like, "Yeah, so what?" <laughs> you know, it's, right. You know, you watch your Seder Moon over and over. I can watch, you know, this movie over and over as well. It's all fun. So yeah, it is. I can never get no because you discover you start yeah these movies. There's so much going on. You're like or there you just love your favorite scenes. I have so many favorite scenes from this movie. Um, and where was it? What scene was I? It's just gonna go right now because my mind just went. Well, I mean, come on, bro. There's like so many good like like for instance when they run into what's his name Billy Bats. 
And then how he's like breaking, you know, freaking uh, oh, Tommy's dude. balls. That, and, yeah, know, go, go home and get your fucking shine box. And he's oh. like, that's it, God damn it. Like, because he's like breaking his. And that's where the whole, that's where the whole Robert De Niro thing, like, little bit, little bit. I heard things. I heard things. That's yeah. where that comes from. Because he's like, when they take him out, when they take Tommy out, and then that's when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm right here. I'm celebrating. It's like, I'm just busting his balls. He's like, and then you see right there, Jimmy, like, he's like, Robert De Niro, he's like, He's like, you know, a little bit. You're you're a little, you know, yeah, you're a little you, bit too you far. Stepped up on it. You, yeah, you stepped a little, over bit. A little bit too far. <laughs> and that's no, the only time he does that, it. This is what I was gonna say. Those guys remind me of my dad's friends. Like the way they were dressed. Like I would go with my dad, because my great my godfather he, it was my dad's best friend. So uh, you know, I would go when I was a kid and I would go to these these homes, and it was a bunch of dudes. Yeah. So oh, they would be smoking. Back. Hey! <laughs> what the hell was that? What the hell was that? God dang it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going through puberty. I'm becoming a man. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking at Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, so I would go to, you know, I would go to the, you know, with my father to uh, join him. And I would see these dudes. And, and it was kind of like that. Like, they would just be talking about money or real estate. Or they would be talking. So it, it's kind of cool because... Some of those characters, so some of those guys that I I see in this movie, kind of they all kind of look like that. Some yeah. of them are weird, <laughs> you know. And I was like, it just tripped me out that that's why I kind of just I can never, you know, I can never get done watching this film because it just takes me back to those moments. But it, there's not like, you know, my you know like, honestly, this movie has no boring parts. Like I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. But there's not a part where I want to fast forward. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You you can, from start to finish, like, I, let's say if I'm, you know, uh, going to be cleaning the house or something, I can play in the background, you know. But yes, yes. And that's how I would see the movie, you know, just kind of having it in the background. And, you know, and then I would stop to see my favorite scenes, like that one scene mm -hmm. where he goes and kicks the guys across the street from his girlfriend's house or the scene where, you know, Billy Bats gets his ass kicked, you know. And I mean, there's so many. And then that, you know, as 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 a movie evolves and they get into the 80s, that whole cocaine scene is crazy, bro. You know, yeah. the fast life of how it was shot, too, you know, just so fast. And hey, you want to see airplanes? Here you go. Papa, you know, it's funny. It's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a great film, bro. It's like. You know, and that's what Martin Scorsese can't even see is Scorsese. Uh, yeah, Scorsese. Scorsese. I actually choked on that, so I can't oh. even say it, right. <laughs> I swallowed an ice as I tried to say Scorsese. Scorsese. Dude, wow. I swear to God, man. Anytime oh. I watch this movie, I want to eat pasta. No lie, bro. Every <laughs> I, was, I was telling my wife, I was like, I want some spaghetti or some Italian sausage. Like, <laughs> um, uh, you know what? What, what I get out of this movie, my fat ass is food. Yes. I want to I eat. <laughs> Especially that scene when they go see the grandma and it's Martin, oh, real mother. I love that that's scene. Such a I love scene. his mom. I love, she reminds me of my mama cello. And she's like, you white boys, why don't you go? You know, and then he tells, uh, Henry, Henry, you look too skinny. We what? You don't say nothing. What's going on? Yeah, and I, and I love, I love that painting about that man with the dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, yeah, we're we're Tommy. Like, then, like I like this. Yeah. one dog look over there, and the dog look over there. This guy, what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? You know, I love that scene. But yeah, she was uh she was an actress. She was 
an actress. Uh, no, would... bro, that she's not. She's not an actress. That's Martin Scorsese's no, no. mom. I mom, yeah, exactly. But she kind of that was the only role she had for that, right? Well, like, I think she... he, I think he no. puts her in in all his films. Like that was. Or I the... didn't. I had no idea that was. His Let mom. me see. I'm gonna click her name. Let's see what because what I read was that most of that scene was improvised. Yeah. So they just allowed her to talk. Amazing. Obviously they kind of followed a pattern where they wanted the conversation to go right. maybe, right. but most of everything she said, she, she, she freaking improvised, improvised uh, it. All right. Improvised. So the last thing she was in, um, because she passed away in 97 at age 84. So she was in casino. Yeah. Um, Cape fear. The Godfather Part Three, Goodfellas, Moonstruck, China Girl, Wise Guys, After Hours. <laughs> she was an extra on Muppets Take Manhattan, Easy yeah, Money. So, yeah, so, so she, majority of the the Scorsese stuff, she was in. Yeah, of course, of course. But wow, what a that's yeah, beautiful. To because have another mom. Um, nice memory. A, it's a good film. But you never relate it to Martin Scorsese because it's on it stands on its own. Because when you picture Martin Scorsese, you think mob, mafia. That's what you picture when you hear right. his name, correct? Right, right. Here, Martin Scorsese has a film that you never connect it, yet one of his guys that he uses all the time, Robert De Niro, Kate Fear. Kate Fear was directed by Martin Scorsese. And that's that has Robert De Niro in it. And that's one of those films that you never connect. With them, it's a good film uh, on its own, but I never, I never relate the two because I always forget. Oh yeah, Scorsese did that film, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like the mom, mom was in. It's, it's that's another. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a perfect scene of levity because before that, they just did the Billy Bats. They just yeah. beat the shit out of the guy. They yeah. killed him. Yeah, but they didn't kill him yet. And then they stop at the mom's house, and there they freaking. They they stop TV <laughs> and it's just like a moment of calm. calm. The, the mom is sweet, and then she's like, "He's like, why don't why don't you when are you gonna settle down? When are you gonna?" He's like, "I settle down every night. I I have a girl, oh, and then the it, next yeah. morning I get another one." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so she I was love so it. Kind I love I love I love it. Like when he when he Joe Pesci, who's Tommy, he's like, "Hey, you can I take this that big huge knife? Yeah, knife that he uses to finish off uh, Billy Bats." Dude, but come on. I, I like he's he tells her what he's gonna use it for. Oh yeah, and, because he's gonna yak it off. Oh, you're gonna yak off. What? Yeah, it's like <laughs> a hook, yeah, you know, I, hook. I hit a deer, the hook. Yeah, the hook for like, the deer. <laughs> but and she's like, I'll bring it back. He's like, Well, you know, okay, make sure you know you wash it, make sure you bring it back. But I'm right. like, would you wanna use it to cook with after? I'd be like, you know, buy me something else. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I know you could wash it, sterilize hey, man. it. Make knives it are knives are expensive, bro. Shit, yeah, that's would, true. Knives are like one thousand dollars for a good one. Oh hell yeah, bro! Like freaking, <laughs> especially a sushi knife. Woo, no, those things fun. are expensive. It is true. It is true. So you know, killers have a very expensive. You know, they're gonna go. How much is it? Well, damn, I gotta get the good one because I want a good, good, nice, good slice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, one of the that sucks. That sucks, huh? You got you got butchers who do that for meat and all that other stuff and for fish and all that. And you got killers who they want to chop off people. Yeah, they just stab people. Oh, freaking. my God. The one that, you know, the one I feel, I, I always feel bad for. Like, I get they try to, you know, they, they try to make him seem annoying, but it's the character Morris. The one that has the toupee, the chubby guy. And, like, it's understanding because it's like he comes up with the plan. He provides them the plan. And they all get money, but he never gets his cut. 
That sucks. You and then they it's... kill him for it. Right. Because he, he keeps asking, he's like, where's my money? Like, well, I want my money. Yeah, it's, but there's always that one dude. Everybody has that one dude who's just so kind of like, hey, hey, calm down, bro. You're going to just, you know, stop being an asshole. You yeah. need your money. All right. Yeah, you feel sorry for that guy, but damn. But yeah, they puzzled. You know, they took advantage of him, man. They all gave everybody got paid off. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying, bro. That's why they're called, you know, they're like, these people are evil people, even between themselves. Yeah. Know? Because Seriously. he. We got the inside. This movie shows you that the mafia is not about, you know, it's it's like that time, you know, that uh, scene where Henry's wife goes to visit, um, goes to visit, uh, uh, um, goes to visit Robert De Niro's character. And uh, I guess. Oh, at towards the end. Yeah. When yeah, he's yeah. like. He's trying to get her to go in there. Like, like what was supposed to happen? Were they going to kill her? Were they were going to rape okay, her? Like- now, and now everybody, now everybody was like, see, he kind of left, he left it. Martin left it for, to the, to what we want. To our to imagination. Imagine. Like what, what, what gonna were happen? they going to do to I, her? Yeah. To me, I think it's like, wow, he, you know, first of all, two guys or three guys in a dark room like that. And she's, you know, go in it, there. It was a lot. It was like a group of guys in there. Yeah. So it just didn't look really, you know, it was even very fishy and not a good place for, for her yeah. to be around. But that's what I'm saying, bro. You know, things happen. Everybody turns in each other within yeah. each other, you know. See, so you know, you know what? Okay. So okay, so you know the love I it's the 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 Lawanda or Lafonda. I don't know what it was called, but what? the the big score, the big score, the thing that, that Morris put oh, together. Lufthansa, the Lufthansa. Yes, the Lasanza heist. Okay, so that one, right? So uh, after Stupid Stacks, the Samuel L. Jackson's character gets high and doesn't do his job. I'm a fucking idiot, dude. Like, imagine it, it. Like, all right, going back in time. Because in the in the book of the of the crime story of when the guy the reporter took all the information, that shit did happen. That yeah, did happen. Did. The guy was supposed to get rid of the, exactly. the truck, and dumbass fucking got stoned and knocked out and didn't do it. Cops found the truck. Okay, so if they would have, if they would have, if he would have gotten did his job, like this story most likely would have not had happened because oh, yeah. they would have gone away with it. Nothing would ever happen. But so it did, right? And at first, they kill they kill him. They kill Stax because they're afraid he's going to talk. They don't know him well enough, but they're like, fuck it. They're going to – cops are going to get to him, and he's going to talk. Exactly. And then he starts killing basically – Jimmy kills everybody, you know, more so he could keep the money more for himself. But also, too, you know, like he just doesn't want any connections to the heist. Well, well one thing, too, the other idiots were out there splurging there with their wives and all that, and they say, don't splurge. So also – you know, people were noticing. It's like, how the hell this guy got a new Cadillac and shit. I love I mean, that. It's in, it's in my mom's name. He's like, it's in my mom. he's like, yeah. dude, De Niro looks like he really wants oh, to beat his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I he's love like, it. Such, and in front of his wife, dude, yeah, like the guy, like embarrassing. Get the hell out of pendejo. Take your wife and your forget. Go return this shit. When he's like, he's like, seriously, he's like, I just yelled at one guy. He's like, you fucking. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? I just, you know, everybody's buying things. I need to buy things. Get the hell out of here. He's like, That's get it out of here. I don't want it here. Just anywhere. Just get it out. Ouch. And then he's like, come on, let's go. He's like, but I like no. He's just, just shut up already. Let's go. <laughs> but the other one, the fat chubby guy, he's like, uh, it's from my wife. It's under her name. He's like, I don't. I don't care. It's like you're gonna get us pinched, and he's like, and then he says it close. But 
but it's under my wife's name. He's like, he's like, what'd you say? And he stays all quiet. And his wife just just standing there like all like, I know, like, oh, shit, they're gonna take. And look, they got killed, man. That yeah, one scene. in their car, in oh, the man. famous scene, scene with the song, with the fucking what is it by um? Yeah, it's the it's the piano version to yes. the song Layla. Yes. Go, yeah, and then you see that's where you got you see all the kills. But what I was gonna say is that here, he he often because he believed. They were gonna talk, right? We didn't. We don't know if they're gonna talk or not. So he kills them. With the with the when you mentioned right now with Jimmy when he was gonna try to get Karen to walk through the thing. Jimmy was correct on his suspicion because guess what? Henry Hill did talk. So oh, course, unlike yeah. the other guys, we we don't know if they would have talked or not. Yeah. Who knows? In this situation, Henry mm-hmm. did talk, so he should have off them up because. This is those moments where he's like, is he being an ass? No, I got to watch out for myself because this guy might rat in which he did. And next thing you know, you see that scene where he's in court and he starts pointing out all the guys to save his own ass. Oh, man, dude, that's and then only that Tommy also got he got blasted because of Billy. Yeah, Billy Bats. You know, he was you know, he was going to be the new dude, the new, you know, man and jefe. He was going to be made. Yeah, made. It's gonna be made, hey! You're gonna be made, Jimmy, Tommy. Yeah, I so, love. I love how they they seen though how they explain that where he's like he's a uh, he's like we could never be because of you know we weren't full um, yeah. Italian. Like, Italian. They, they want to be able to trace you back to the old country to yeah. trace your roots with us. It's like Crazy. so we never be made, and then and then when he finds out he gets killed, he's like, yeah, it's like it's you know we couldn't we just stand there we couldn't do anything. It's just a bunch of grease spot stuff like it's it's out of our hands like we have no choice ah, you get blasted bro and he what knew he knew the moment he walked in oh yeah he was like oh that was the last that was his last breath his yeah. last say in the in the earth oh fuck boom yep he like he knew he's like fuck and then they Duh. shot him in the face so his mom oh, can't have an open casket that sucks wow, like brutal. fuck dude and it's just so like brutal right and it's hey, like by the way i want to clear something my dad was not with the mafia i'm just saying the dudes and the <laughs> friends because he was like oh my god freddy's dad was in the mafia <laughs> my dad in heaven is going hey cabrón what are you saying down there <laughs> hey don't put my bad my name bad <laughs> what's yeah. wrong with you no, no. no but dude, it's, it's funny because it was old school dudes like that man so. yeah but yeah i mean i like i said bro this movie is is got a good soundtrack the cinematography is amazing mm-hmm. the editing it's one of Martin Scorsese's uh, best films, man. Yeah, I mean, he's he, dude. He's just a great director, bro. He's just he's just. There's never gonna be another Martin. We can like filmmakers. Filmmakers are you know we watch his films to kind of and keep inspiring us with that kind of technique. And today, today, editing is is all over the place. You know, it is nice to kind of have that kind of uh, old school, uh, you know. Just traditional storyline yeah basic storyline with with some cool camera shots you know and and real because because the, the movie just made it feel so real like you were there like you were very experiencing all this and it was exciting because we didn't know what was the life of these people who who do this around i mean killing everybody else and then they kill themselves and oh man look at it and then henry hill he's now a free man i mean that guy is now you know he's out it he's out of jail yeah is he still and, alive though? I mean, he's still yeah, he's still alive. 
he's doing that's he's surviving i mean he's not out i mean he's out of you know the witness protection program but i'm pretty sure you know he's still no, uh, bro he died in in 2012 and at age 69 oh shoot yeah what was i watching oh i was watching then i was watching old youtube videos of him after yeah, because this, 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 I mean, it's not recent, but I mean, anything in the twenty, in the the teen areas of the twenty teen, like you know, 20, 2011, 12, 13, 14, any of that, for me, that's recent. And I mean, he died in twenty twelve, so almost nine years ago. He yeah, died nine yeah. years ago, so I, that's recent, honestly. Yeah, you know, it is from, recent. Yeah, that's from the time so. this movie was based, you right. could see it's late seventies, early eighties, like. Yeah. That's where the movie was based off of yes. that time frame. So, so, so people who want to know more about this guy, there are videos of, you know, him explaining his side with about the movie and working with, you know, all these, you know, amazing actors and and also his story, his side of the story, and and, and living a life like that. So, I mean, I've always liked the Good Mafia movie, and this is one of them. This is one of the best ones in my list. Yeah, it, I mean, it is like see right <clears> here. This film, let's just talk awards. Let's just talk awards. This movie, when it comes to like the Academy Awards, the top of the tier, like every they got nominated. So you got Best Picture was nominated, Best Director, Best Film Editing, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. Now, for the awards, the only one that won is the one I mentioned was Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is the only one that won. Uh, same with Golden Globes, like bunch of nominations, no wins. And then when you go off of like all the other stuff, British Film Festival, Directors Guild of America, so on and so on, Venice Film Fest, like all these other accolades they have. But the main ones, Golden Globes and, and the, the awards, the only win was Joe Pesci. And to like only say thank you, that's it. <laughs> You know, and yeah, the soundtrack, dude, like one of the best parts when it comes to the soundtrack so memorable is when when he's done with Morris, like he's fucking fed up with Morris and all it, all it is, there's no, there's, there's, there's no dialogue at that point. All it is, is, is Jimmy, you know, Robert De Niro smoking a cigarette and it's just filming him. He's at the bar and like, he's looking at Morris yeah. and, and they play the sunshine of your love. The doon, 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 doon. And it's just, and he's like slow motion, just smoking. And that, that, right there, the mixture of of the shot, the setup, with the music, and what and what the actor is doing, not even fucking talking, just smoking a cigarette gives you enough what you need to know that this guy is lethal, deadly. Yeah, but that shot is so well done. Like that's it. what this movie does, and they fill you in with <laughs> some great songs, great music, you know. And and like that's what I'm telling you, I cannot listen to that song, Layla. Like if you just play that piano version, all I think is Goodfellas, and all I picture is a pink Cadillac with yeah. two people dead in it, and then a gra- a, a, tra- a trash can like the people, the guys in like that's what I picture in the Frozen guy, like. You know, there's certain I, things I, about. That. I like that one song where it's like everybody's all like this one singer. What's that one song? I don't have the list here in front of me, but it's like a very romantic song, and and they're all looking at him, and that you see the a shot of all the. Oh couples. yeah, yeah, yeah! So amazing. What's that song called? I actually, um, I love that. And actually, I think it's called Beyond the Sea. Beyond I, the I, Sea. I, I, I think, think it's called. I believe yeah. so. Um, yeah. Because that's. 
that's where there's that's where he's out with his mistress. Yeah, because he's he's you know he's married, but then he has his mistress, yes. and and like they're at the they're fucking they're they're at the club, and he even gives them a bottle of wine. He's like yeah. from him. So because I know that's like an actual like big time singer. So right here it says Bobby Darren. So I believe that's who it was. But yeah, I love that one scene. It's just like so. And then like we we can't finish this revisit without talking about when they're in jail how amazing their life is in jail where they talk about how like you know anybody else that's in jail yeah they're they're in a little room uh, with bars not not us wise guys you know like where where they have a a a chest filled with ice where they keep lobster they're cooking on a hot plate making pasta now now let me let me tell you something I think, and I, I, I wanted to find out about that, and I think they over I think they. Oh, did really? Over-exa- That's over exaggerated. Yes. yes. Ah, that, man, that makes me sad. Yes, because there's just no, no way. Only unless you were, you know, I mean, but things did happen like that back then. I mean, the mobsters had their own separate from, you know, and then they were doing their own business in there to survive. But yeah, they kind of did, you know. <laughs> they went yeah. over. They went. They went overboard on that, but fucking that's a great scene there you know and yeah but they were all hustling inside trying to you know because they were all all on their own you know trying to conduct business from the inside to the outside that's why yeah yeah i guess so i mean if it's exaggerated it's pretty good because that's fucking badass i love that scene man i probably ruined it for some people like oh why why (laughs) didn't you just tell me you know and then he like gets visited from his wife and he's like he she gets yeah. pissed off because like oh, he's yeah. like I, I can't control who comes like what what do you want me to do I can't yeah. do anything and she's like yelling and and like there's a scene like you know you're we're gonna get a little bit X rated sorry but where they they show like a panning of like the visiting area and there's like a guy with his girlfriend and she's just giving him head because my my wife was like the hell that's just like you know the next the next person next to them is a lady changing their baby like what the fuck i'm like i don't know i don't know if that's real that's jail uh, who knows <laughs> i i know how huh? it's like god every it's like <laughs> yeah i'm just kind of just blown away from that scene blown away from that scene <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then uh real quick i don't i don't know uh i'm that's seeing right funny. here bobby venton maybe it was bobby venton but that's a different scene because he's with Karen when they receive uh, a champagne from Bobby Venton at the at the Copa. So I don't know who what that song is, but it's a good song. But yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our revisit of Goodfellas. I mean, what else can we say about this? It's 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 good because you see him as a young boy, and he says he's like, ever since I was young, I've always wanted to be you know a mobster, and you see him from start from the low rankings and just being like a, he was like a PA, like on a, on a film set. Think about it. Just doing all the odd ends. Like it gave me this, gave me that. And he just, that's all he wanted to do. And then it cuts to him being an adult, like, and his whole life. And it's just, it's done so well. This movie's so great. I mean, if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor, watch this movie. It's a little long, but it's all in all, it's a good movie and it ends really well. And just a little tidbit Easter egg. There's this film. Uh, it's a silent film, and it, it's called The Great Train Robbery. And it's a fa- it's a very famous film, um, you know, from the silent film era. And there's a shot in this where it's like you see at the end of it of the Great Train Robbery, you see 
a cowboy and he's filming and he's just stand there and he's like shooting at the camera with the with the gun. You know, it's a silent film. It's an image of that. When I was in film school, Martin Scorsese, because Scorsese, this guy, he's very much just like like, you know, most directors like Tarantino, Spielberg, where they'll they've seen so many films and they pull certain scenes or or they're inspired by stuff from the past and they put in their films well the way the great train robbery ends he pulls from that and that's why at the end of goodfellas you see you know freaking joe pesci as tommy um shooting at the camera just shooting that that's his homage to that movie the great train robbery so it's just a little cool easter egg if you ever wondered about that you're like what the fuck is that like why 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 that that's a weird way to end it that's why it's his little he's paying homage to this old silent film and it's 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 the great train robbery and they pull off a great heist so you know it's the, it's the mixture of that so there you have it ladies and gentlemen check out you know the 1990 film fucking good fellas it's a good film all right ladies and gentlemen song of the week song of the week here this week we are going to give you something because in this movie there is a wedding. This movie has a wedding. And this is when Karen and Henry get married. And Karen starts telling you about how everybody's named Polly or Paul, you know, and then all the women are named Marie or Maria. Like, yeah. and she, by the end of it, when she's introduced everybody, she feels dizzy and everybody fucking gives them money. You see that where they're handing him money yeah. like to help you to start your new life. And it's just a bag of all this money. And then she's like, Hey, aren't you worried about the bag when they're dancing? He's like, no one's going to try to rob us here. Like, don't be crazy. Like someone will be stupid to try to rob, to steal that bag. And so there's, you know, there's a big wedding in this movie. So I thought, you know what? Well, we're going to pull my song of the week. This week is going to come from an album that honestly, for years, I thought was called the wedding album. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's the self-titled Duran Duran 1993 album. It's just titled Duran Duran. But on the images, you see a picture of a couple being married. So just like Metallica's The Black Album, that became titled The Black Album. It's not called The Black Album, but people would just call it The Black Album. Same with The Beatles, The White Album. Here, because of that imagery, people started calling it The White Album. So in reality, it's not even The White Album. It's just called Duran Duran. So I'm pulling my song from this. The song that we're going to be giving you is we're going to give you ordinary world now there's two main hit songs from this album because this is different this is 90s duran duran they were huge in the 80s and this is them trying to change up and they did come undone in ordinary world but i want to give you the acoustic version because i was i used to do uber back in the day so i'd always do the fucking graveyard i'd be driving late all through hollywood taking people home fucking drunks and all of that and i would have a chill wave station. So it would be playing a lot of chill wave and every now and again, it'd mix with some like, you know, eighties bands and stuff like that. And, and even some artists from the nineties that were from the eighties and Duran Duran was one of them. And I remember it played the, and I've never heard it. And I'm like, fuck, this is good. So I had to like re repeat it. Cause I was like, dude, I love this version. So that's the song I want to give you ordinary world, not the studio version, but the, acoustic version so that's what i'm gonna give you is the acoustic version of this song um so yeah there you have it ladies and gentlemen that oh yeah that album was released february 11th 1993 okay there you have it so uh before we go again ladies and gentlemen freddie real quickly just give your 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 
your plugs uh, for, you know, everything where they could listen to some of your music because you're on Spotify. Yeah. March, I was uh, able to get on Spotify. So now you can Freddie Morales, Spotify. I have uh, an album complete of uh, 12 songs and a single of uh, a cover for Depeche Mode's Sea of Sin. And more are coming now that um, I, I'm able to put them up on Spotify. Not only Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. It's You can just find me there too as well. And of course, the devotional tour is coming up. We're kicking it off April 30th and uh, we're adding some shows. You know, we'll see you out in Texas. And uh, that's pretty much it, you guys. I mean, you know, listen to my mix cloud too. I'm also there mm-hmm. for my mix shows. If you guys like, you know, some good electronic music and 80s remixes and some good original music that I'm uh, very, very happy. All the music, you know, I, I did some songs over the pandemic, so I'm releasing those now for people who are interested. So Boom. thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for so much for the support of Visions of the Future. I'll, we'll, I will be performing that April 30th for the first time. So you'll be able to check that out. But yeah, man. Orale. Yeah. It's on, man. It's <laughs> on. Hey, don't forget the movie, eh? Yeah, what movie? That... Wait, what? I said, don't forget the movie, eh? What movie? <laughs> well, maybe you know what? Maybe I'm lost on it. Was it? I don't you're, know. Oh my god, you're lost it already. Yeah. What? What movie? Oh my god. Is that Chi Chong? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we were gonna tease it the next episode. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, no, the next next week, bro. See we what happens, the- dude. When we don't we don't chat for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, again, don't forget you want to check out by, you know, help support us to design uh, yeah. the blood in, blood out lost boys, go to Los Gothco, check it out. Also too, you know, make sure to follow us, like subscribe. If you're on Apple podcast, please rate and review us on there. It really helps our show. Give us a like and a follow also too on Instagram, interact with us and so on and so forth. So, so, oh, and then also too, if you enjoy, um, you know, more like here, we focus on a film, we revisit, we talk movie, but if you like more of the, the nostalgia visit of like TV shows, um, growing up, all that stuff, the nineties, Nickelodeon, you know, MTV and geek related news, check out the brothers bear podcast, a show. It's the brothers bear podcast reboot that I do with my brothers. Check us out. You know, we're on, we're on everything, Spotify, uh, Apple podcast, Podbean. So yeah, brothers bear podcast. We're all part of the, the brothers bear network. So yeah. So it's been fun. Ladies and gentlemen, talking about the love, Fonda heist. I don't remember what it's called. La Fonda heist. Talking about paintings. La Fonda. Yeah, La Fonda heist. La Fonda. I can't even say. You got to make fun of me too. I, I can't even say Scorsese. Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> and me craving pasta. But it's time that we get into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. Turned on the lights, the tea.
Hey, this is a real nice joint, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for taking me here. Oh, nothing but the best for my gal. Hey, this is a real nice joint, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for taking me here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, what was the other one? Get me my house shoes. Yeah. Hey, give me my house shoes, would ya? Sure, yeah, yeah, whatever. Where's the sauce? Hey, would you give me my house shoes? Yeah, yeah, is the sauce done yet? All right, now what was our other one? Yo, Lee, where's yeah. my keys? No, 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 we did another one. What was it? What are you doing right now? Oh. I'm watching a fucking podcast that okay. you don't watch. Okay, ready? All right, and I'm going to say, hey, what are you doing? And you're going to be like, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah, I know. Hey, what are you doing? Well, what do you think I'm doing? I'm doing some trivia. Do, was I supposed to say anything after? Oh, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Well, I'm playing along with designated quizzers trivia. Well, I need another fuck. Give me your credit card. Hey, what are you doing over there? I'm waiting for your credit card. I need another fur. Well, why don't you listen to some trivia while you're waiting? What are you doing over there? I'm watching TV. What are you watching? I'm watching trivia. Is it designated quizzes? I don't know what to say to that. Fuck yeah, it is. Where, you, where are we going with this? I don't know. What else can we do? How fast does your DeLorean go? <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll just do something, and then you just do anything. Say something back. Hey, you over there. Zoo animals. <laughs> you said say anything back. Hey, you over there. What are you looking at? You talking to me? Are you listening to podcasts again? Well, maybe a little bit. That designated quizzes? Yeah, you caught me. What's that in your ear? There's something in my ear? It's an earbud, isn't it? Isn't it? it? (laughs) What is that? Isn't it? I don't know. (laughs) I lose track of my accent. Isn't it? (laughs) Is that Wisconsin? What is that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's Idahoan. Idahoan. Hey, yo. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Wow, that's loud. Ready? Hey. What? You hungry? Of course I am. You're always hungry. That's right. Give me a sandwich. I think we got enough. Yeah. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.